Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener this day, July 5th, 2023. We are now just 67 days away from the Vikings Week 1 season opener. So let's take a quick look at the news, what's happened over the last few days and what people are talking about. We're going to start with a story from friend of the show, Mr. Will Raggetts. All the Minnesota Vikings players set to hit free agency in 2024. He wrote a piece about this, talking about who is going to be set free, possibly, and who needs extensions. The Minnesota Vikings have an important season ahead of them as they prepare for the 2023 NFL season. However, the team's front office is already looking ahead to next spring when 29 of the team's players are set to hit free agency. Among these players are some big names, including quarterback Kirk Cousins and outside linebacker Daniil Hunter, along with tight end TJ Hawkinson. While Cousins is a durable veteran who should command a high price, Hawkinson and Hunter are two superstar players who are likely to be extended or traded before the season begins. Hawkinson, who was traded to the Vikings last year, had an impressive season with the team and is one of the league's top pass-catching tight ends. 
Hunter, meanwhile, is a dominant force on the defense, one of the team's best players. And of course, he has so much promise, and he was the quickest player ever to reach 50 sacks. Other players set to hit free agency in 2024 include the Vikings' 2020 draft picks, such as offensive guard Ezra Cleveland and linebacker Troy Dye, as well as a number of players on one-year deals. These players will all be looking to prove their worth to the team in the coming season in order to secure a new contract. Overall, the Vikings have a lot to think about as they plan for the future. With so many players set to hit free agency in 2024, the team will need to make some tough decisions about who to keep and who to let go. Fans will be watching closely to see how it unfolds. Oh, yes, we will. Now, our next story comes from Alex K., who wrote the most overlooked additions of the 2023 NFL offseason. He was writing for the entire NFL, but I'm going to focus on who he selected for the Minnesota Vikings. And in this case, we'll find out. The Minnesota Vikings have added veteran cornerback Byron Murphy Jr. to their defense in a two-year, $22 million deal. This move is expected to bring big improvement to the team's rebuilding defense at an affordable price. Murphy's versatility and lining up at several spots will be valuable in the secondary that struggled in the 2022 season. Thank you, Ed Donichel. The Vikings had an impressive 13-4 and regular season record, but their suspect defense was exposed by the New York Giants in the wild card round. With Murphy's presence, the numbers of yards allowed per game through the air and passing touchdowns are expected to decrease in 2023. Let's all hope so. The new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, is said to be excited to have Murphy, who is an intelligent and gritty playmaker. Murphy can be used either inside or outside as needed. In addition of rookies Makai Blackman and Jay Ward, who are expected to play a larger role this season and will help offset the losses of veterans Patrick Peterson and Chandon Sullivan in free agency. This gives the Vikings a real opportunity to emerge as a capable defensive squad. The Vikings have a real chance to rebuild their defense and become a competitive team for the upcoming season. And because of Brian Flores, I sure hope that is the case, as I'm sure you do as well. Now, hopping over to the Daily Norseman, where there was a couple pieces yesterday to help celebrate Independence Day. This one was by Fourth Quarter Hero, where he talks about Happy Independence Day from the Daily Norseman. And he wants to take a look at some of the Vikings' history with military involvement. And he said some. Keyword there's some. There's many more, but this is just some. In the celebration of Independence Day, the article delves into the military involvement of some Minnesota Vikings staff and players. Among the notable individuals mentioned is Bud Grant, who hailed as the most legendary head coach in Vikings history. Grant served in the U.S. Navy during World War II and was stationed at Treasure Island Naval Station in California and the Great Lakes Naval Training Station in Lake County, Illinois. 
Although he never saw combat, Grant's experience in the Navy played a significant role in shaping his approach to coaching and his advocacy for outdoor activities such as hunting and fishing. Another figure mentioned is Mike Prefer, who served as the special teams coach from 2011 to 2018. Prefer was born in Cleveland and played as a quarterback and wide receiver for the U.S. Naval Academy before coaching in various NFL teams. He also served as a helicopter pilot during the wind down of Operation Desert Storm from 1990 to 1994. Been there, done that for me. Prefer's military service heavily influences his coaching philosophy, and he is recognized for his contributions to the Vikings organization. I thought he was one of the better special teams coaches that we had, and he had to deal with Chris Cluey. (laughs) Jared Allen, although never serving in the military, was a prominent voice in recognizing veterans. His grandfather served in Korea and Vietnam. And his advocacy for disabled veterans led him to start the Jared Allen's Home for Wounded Warriors Foundation. He completed multiple USO tours to the Middle East and was formally inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor last season. I can personally tell you how important those trips with the USO were to the people that served. They greatly, greatly enjoyed seeing players like Jared Allen out there supporting them. Ben Kotwika, a special teams coordinator, graduated from West Point and spent eight years in the U.S. Army. He was commissioned a second lieutenant in the aviation branch of the Army and was selected to fly the legendary AH-64 Apache Longbow Helicopter. He was an attack helicopter platoon leader in support of the 82nd Airborne Division from 1998 to 2001. Kotwika was also the Viking Salute to Service nominee in 2022. And finally, we have Andre Carter II, a current player, passed up on transfer offers from bigger schools to fulfill his service requirements. He went to the United States Military Academy at West Point, as all of you know. He was given a lucrative, undrafted free agent deal by the Vikings and is regarded as one of the team's top athletes. However, Congress slipped in on one of the more recent defense bills that players like him cannot play. But despite the uncertainty of when he would have to serve in the Army, Carter successfully argued that he should be grandfathered into the system as he committed to his service in the armed forces before that change was made. And his challenge of that was successful. So if he makes the team, he can defer and push out his service. Let's hope he does. Let's hope he stands out because we could use some edge rushing prowess. And it would be nice to have Andre Carter be that guy. That brings us to our next story over at the Daily Norseman. This one from the founder and grand poopah himself, Mr. Christopher Gates. How would you sell someone on becoming a Vikings fan? Or would you try to save them from the pain? Well, that's a good philosophical question there, Chris. 
The article begins by asking the thought-provoking question, how would you convince someone to become a Minnesota Vikings fan despite the team's long history of disappointment and heartbreak? Chris acknowledges that many Vikings fans have stuck with the team through thick and thin, despite the fact that no other team has been put through the same ringer as the Vikings. The author, Chris, then goes on to invite readers to share their thoughts on how they would convince someone to become a fan of this particular NFL team. The article is an interesting exploration into the psychology of sports fandom and in ways people bond with their favorite teams, despite the inevitable ups and downs that come with being a fan. If you're a Vikings fan or just a sports fan in general, this is definitely an article worth checking out. And if you want to tell Chris how you would convince somebody to be a Vikings fan, go on over to the Daily Norseman and put that in the remarks. I think it'd be an interesting thing to read about and to evaluate. I highly encourage it. Now, let's take a break and go over there and do just that. In the meantime, I need more caffeine. I'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And I'm back, and this time I'm going to look at an article written by a friend of mine, and that is Mr. Matthew Collar. He writes, where is the TJ Hawkinson extension buzz? The Viking star tight end needs a contract extension. Will he get it? Matthew writes over on Substack, and you've got to be a subscriber. I will just summarize what he wrote and add my own commentary, but I highly suggest if you want a good Vikings read daily, go over and subscribe. Matthew does great work. He stipulates that the Minnesota Vikings tight end TJ Hawkinson performed exceptionally well, but there hasn't been much discussion about extending his contract. Hawkinson is an elite pass-catching tight end who is only 26 years old and hasn't had any major injury issues. Knock on wood. He caught 10 passes in the Vikings' playoff loss to the Giants and finished the 2022 season with 70 catches and 11 games in purple. Only Travis Kelsey had more targets and yards amongst tight ends. He was everything the Vikings hoped he would be. 
from a player with enough football IQ to play at a high level immediately after the midseason trade to a versatile weapon who lined up in the slot on 36% of the snaps. The Vikings needed to be conscious of their spending around the presumed Justin Jefferson mega deal and will also have to pay Christian Derrissaw on a long-term extension. If Hawkinson plays the entire year as a Vikings catches 100 passes from Kirk Cousins, who he had a natural chemistry with from the start, he would be in line to be one of the most sought-after free agents in the NFL next season. There were only four tight ends with 100-plus targets last season, and teams looking to draft have seen very little success with tight ends right away. That's why they say you draft a tight end for his next team. The market for his services would be robust. Oh, yes, it would. While signing a pass-catching tight end to a long-term deal appears to be a bit of cap hack these days, depending on the player, Hawkinson is definitely worth investing in. If he walks, whether it's their fault or not, it will have been much more of a short-term decision than anyone thought at the time and changed the perception of general manager Quasi Adolfo Mensa's biggest win in his tenure. Not extending Hawkinson would come across like the GM is holding the line too hard. It wouldn't really fit with the timeline either. Letting a young pro bowler at a skilled position walk isn't exactly the best way to set up for the next franchise quarterback. Therefore, the Vikings should make it a major goal to extend Hawkinson's contract before the season starts. Maybe not the first or the second, as Justin Jefferson and Daniil Hunter are currently holding those positions, but he should be high on their priority list. If they have to bend a little to make it happen, there won't be any complaints. And I agree there. He is an outstanding tight end that we need to lock down, and he will benefit. Now, what Matthew was referring to as a salary cap hack is that you can have a top three or top five tight end generating as much production as a top wide receiver, but you aren't paying them as much as a top wide receiver. They're generally making anywhere from half to maybe two-thirds of what a wide receiver makes. That's why it's a salary cap hack. And it's a great way to get production when you have somebody like TJ Hawkinson on the team. So, Quasi, understand. JJ and Daniil need to get done. But so does TJ. Make it happen. Make it so. Well, folks, that brings us to the final segment, and you know that means it's a trip down memory lane as we look at the history of all the players that wore number 67 for your Minnesota Vikings. We are presently 67 days away from the season opener, so let's look at that number. The number 67 has been worn by 10 players, only 10 in Vikings history. The most notable player ever to wear the number was Grady Alderman, who played for the Vikings as their stalwart left tackle 
from 1961 to 1974. Alderman was a six-time Pro Bowl selectee, two-time All-Pro, and played a pivotal role in the team's success during the late 60s. Of course, in 69, we won the NFL championship. He was there. You always need a good left tackle. Another notable player to wear number 67 included Dennis Sweely, who played for the Vikings as an offensive center most of his career and a couple years as guard from 1977 to 1987. And the current player to wear number 67 for the Minnesota Vikings is Ed Ingram, who is a promising young offensive lineman that joined the team in 2022. With Ingram's talent and potential, he hopes to follow in the footsteps of the great players that have previously worn number 67 and make a name for himself in Vikings history, and we all hope he does. And just for your knowledge, I get my information from Pro Football Reference on all of these. And the third highest V, their measurement of how well a player does, Ed Ingram is third on the list above all those other players, all those other 10, minus Gary Alderman, who is obviously the best, and Dennis Sweely. Now that I found interesting. Well, that's it for today's Vikings Daily Opener. Join us again tomorrow for more updates on your Minnesota Vikings. This has been Dave from Vikings First and Skull. Tonight, we have a real Forno show. And speaking of TJ Hawkinson and tight ends, Tyler's going to be diving into the tight end room. Should be interesting. I highly encourage you to join. And what do we say? Skull Vikings. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.